Round two. Did you hear that bass line in that, though? Bow, Hit that bass line bow, bow, in the beginning. Bow, 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 bow. Hold on. Let me get that one apart. The bass. That makes me want to... One of three smokes. Smoke someone, smoke something, or smoke some barbecue. You know what I'm saying? I want to get some brisket, some buds, or fuck someone up. Any three of the smokes, bro. That shit makes me want to fucking get down, dude. By the way, that that is three different end of the spectrums on all kinds of like levels. I want to kill someone. I want to cook something. I just want to get high. But, but that all three th- smokes. But but uh, yeah, I get it. I want to smoke someone. Yeah. I want to smoke something, or I want to smoke a brisket. Yeah. Smoke but some but brisket. that fucking that that baseline is just like, boom, dude. Bum, bum, you know. Bum. I want to fucking get freaky to shit. Make out with the yeah, yeah, I want to grab someone by the pussy. <laughs> you know, Johnny. I don't think you need a track for that. You you rub me as a guy that just wants to fucking freak anyone that they see out on the street. Uh, I, I don't know if that's if I get the right I gist mean, or not. I mean, I don't know about anyone. Nah, you know. Oh, not anyone. Do my thing. Okay. <laughs> But, but it's always better to do it to a like soundtrack. Uh, I, re- I still remember to this day the hottest girl I ever seen in my whole life was we were at some club in Hollywood and Atomic Dog was on, and when it, with, with the part would go cha 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 cha, and it breaks down, mm-hmm. and this girl was dancing, and it was the sexiest thing I've ever seen in my whole life, just by herself, killing yeah. it. And I talked to her or anything, but like I still like if you're out there and like in 1993 you were fucking, yeah, <laughs> I still think about you. <laughs> it's crazy, bro, because bringing up old school stories like that. I was at El Mirage, I think that's where it was, and we were hanging out there with Big Boy and my boy Jeff G. And there was this super hot chick, but on a wheelchair. <laughs> no, no, dude, like, like I know, dude, I get it, but no, she I was just like, wasn't what I was expecting. You could be hot, yo, yo, you know what I mean? like. Super fine Latina, but like on a wheelchair, dog. She and got it, caught in a drive-by. You know what, though? It didn't even matter, bro. You were looking at her like, fuck, did how she, am I going to approach her? How am I going to step up to that? Did she have a hundred-spoke rim on her fucking No, no, no. She had like a regular wheelchair, but it was just like, you know how, you know what I mean? How do you, like, sure. it's already hard enough to hit up a chick and re- regular, but on a wheelchair, the fucking funniest part, though, dude, at the end of the night, she was like slouched over, fucked up on her wheelchair, dude. <laughs> her homegirl was pushing her, dude. It was fucking, it was, Aww. it was crazy. That's good shit. But dude, talk about fine. You know who you are, girl? Shit. Holler at me. West Coast Pop Lock. Hit us up. Yeah, Ooh. West Coast Pop Lock <laughs> Podcast. Podcast. Numero dos. Round two. You were talking about going to, to um concerts, Johnny, and like and you're right. No, well, well first, you know what? Mario wanted to know how we met. Me and Johnny met years ago, uh, through K Rock. And I was on K Rock on the Kevin and B morning show. K Rock. And we fucking met on a singles trip. Hey, hey. Um, Vegas. Vegas, yeah. Vegas, singles trip. Um, that, I mean, that's... Uh, the, way I, the way I got on there is a whole... That's a whole different can of worms. But 
I knew, like, it was my goal. My goal was not to go and hang out on the singles trip. Like, whatever. My goal was I'm getting in. You know what I mean? Like, th these, these fools are going to be who I kick it with. Like, that's just... I'm getting in, you know? And yeah, so yeah. I brought Nick, I brought my man Nick Roden on purpose because I knew he, we parties and, and this is going to be two of us. I couldn't bring Cody too. So I go, but I brought Nick and with the intention, like, yo, we're turning this shit up to 11 when we go right now. Like we're not, we're not fucking around, you know? And as, as soon as we got there, we met everybody, we're going on a bus and we met in a parking lot and we were drinking Everclear and uh, Mountain Dew, the, Ener the Mountain Dew energy drink. Oh Jesus. Cause yeah. they had free one, they had the free Mountain Dew energy drinks and we had a bottle of Everclear, we're just fucking mixing up. And so by the time the bus even leaves the parking lot, we're fucking hammered, you know? And, and it was the time. So this is right when Kevin got out of rehab. Yeah. And right, like, this is the first thing he was doing after that, like, when he comes back to the show. And I had a pocket full of Somas, which is what he was fucked up on. Yeah. And so I watched, so, like, he gets up, we were on the bus that he was on. And so I walked up and I go, with, and I go, hey, man, you want one? And he looks down, looks up, and he goes, fuck you. <laughs> and it was just, I was like, it's on. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, right then I knew it was on. And there was a girl on the bus who was being an asshole the whole time. She's like reading her book and she don't want to talk to nobody. And she's being an out like the details of how it happened are fucking sketchy. But what ends up happening is Nick gives this chick a lap dance. And it's just like getting naked, like on like getting naked down to like a red speedo, and he's fucking grinding on this girl and she's not having it. Like she's <laughs> fucking bummed. To the point where we got to where was like to Bar, the Barstow. middle Barstow she's like get me home like I'm not I'm not going on this oh, because shit. I've been sexually assaulted yeah. by this heavily tattooed plus yo baby you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat that and so and Nick had already had a bodysuit at the time which at the time like having a dude that heavily tattooed was not like not okay. it is now you know yeah. what I mean this was yeah. like uh, uh, a rarity and so we're in. Like, as soon as that happens, it's like, all right, we have dudes with us now that we know that they knew. There's like, hey, you want to do this? Yeah. Like, of course we want. Like, yeah, we'll do. Like, what do you want? Like, yeah, we're partying. Like, let's fucking party. And that was it. And then we partied. But, like, the beginning was that. The beginning was the bus ride out there. And by the time we hit the, like, word had spread. The, we got some lunatics with us. And we just partied. We had a good time. You know, we did what we do. And then we just kept partying, bro. Every single single party. Part like, yeah, and then it was like, hey, can I come? Anytime there was a thing, can I come to that? Yeah, you can come to whatever you want to. Yeah. So. It was, he came to everything. Concerts, parties, weenie roses, piece of Christmas, fucking singles parties, Halloween party, everything. And Wait. then Nick ended up tattooing that Angels logo on that dude's chin. Yep. Like, for a thing, like, they needed a tattooer, and it was like, yeah, we got, like, we, we got a dude, like, for sure. And Nick tat went to the studio, tattooed this guy's face, which was fucking ridiculous for like angels tickets for like world series tickets or yeah. some shit like you got the angels the, shit, yeah, yeah you got the angels logo tattooed because it was like where will you get the angels logo tattooed on you and the crate the one who got was willing to do the craziest spot got the tickets and he did it like where the guy had his goatee like right on his face under his chin so then, so it covers up with the gold tee but as sure, soon as you shave it but, bam right you got a fucking angels logo on your face <laughs> they did win that year though oh well, maybe he was, was a winning they did win yeah, yeah. they did win they won for sure I miss shows in general. We were talking earlier. Obviously, we know Steve. Steve hates everything and everyone, and he's an old man, even though he claims not to be, and he doesn't hate everything. But we were talking about how 
we, me and Johnny are kind of saying where we like to be in the mix. We like to be in the, in in the show. And Steve's too cool for school. He just likes to hang out in the back with nah, all the cool nah, kids. Nah, 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 bro. First of all, it's not about <laughs> being too cool for school. First of all, it's about being too big for the front. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not. It's not that I don't want to be up there and enjoy the show, bro. But when you are trying to maneuver your way through a bunch of fucking little ass people, you're pushing fools. You're pushing chicks. Like for me to go through there, I'm fucking bulldozing people out of the way. That right? makes you that makes you even better to be in the pit. You no, are just a wrecking ball. No, but that's the thing though, the wrecking ball, all of a sudden everyone wants to hit the fucking wrecking <laughs> sure, ball. Sure, let me take a run at that and guy. Then, and I'm not trying to pit, I'm trying to enjoy the show, dude. Plus, when it's fucking social distortion for the eleventh night in a row. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's the thing too. But, you know, Remember, we're going to shows night after night after night, and then after a while, you're like, fuck, bro, you know? Hey, I have to get through the whole fucking pit again to go get a drink, and then come all the way the fuck back. Nah, dude, I'll just stay by the bar, enjoy the fucking show, and then bone out before this shit's over and hit some fucking Del Taco or some shit on the way home, dude. I can't, like, thinking about it, thinking about it, I can't believe how many times I've watched Social Distortion. Oh, dude. <laughs> you know I, mean? I love Social Distortion. No, Don't no. get me wrong. Great. I fucking love Social Distortion. That uh, Social Distortion is everything cool about Orange County to me. You know, it's like, yeah. just about everything. And that's the band that I've seen the most times, easy. I mean, it's not even, yeah. like, second place is so far back <laughs> but I've seen I, if I've seen Social Distortion a hundred times I wouldn't be surprised oh yeah and, and the thing is it's I get what people you don't hate Social Distortion you hate the people that like Social Distortion you know I mean there's a little there's bit a, of there's that there's a faction there's, there's a faction a of, the, of, of the sick boys with their fucking like don't get me wrong the OC sick boy you know fuck yeah that just got into Social D like I'm not trying to be a cool guy that I've known Social D forever no I enjoy their music but it's just like the also, people that hate on them, they're not hating on social media. You're hating on the. On a a fucking... little bit, they're hating on Mike Ness, too. Yeah. And but... because look it, look it. Mike Ness gets up there and he does his little fucking thing where he fucks the guitar and he's licking his lips and he's doing his fucking Mike Ness shit. And it's way over the top. And it's like, but if I've said this a million times, if every girl with bangs and every dude with grease in their hair thought I was God. I would be so much worse than Mike Ness. Like my ego would be out of control. Like I would, I would be butt naked fucking the guitar. And like, you know, like you couldn't, you couldn't stop me. If, if you put me in the position that Mike Ness was in for all those, and still is, but was for all those fucking years. Yeah. I would have been like, that's like, if you made me Justin Bieber, Oh, I would be so much worse than Justin Bieber is. You know dead. what I mean? You'd like, be dead already. He he has handled himself extremely well <laughs> given the circumstances that he's found himself yeah. in. Same thing as Mike Ness. Mike Ness was the god of Orange County, but tried, it still is. And but like, yes, and was like still one of the people as much as he possibly could be. You know what I mean? Like it's like fucking like the rancid dudes in Oakland. You know, in the East Bay. Like those dudes still. Like you go to a show, you go to a punk rock show in anywhere in the East Bay, and Lars is gonna show up and not like to play another, but to like watch the fucking show yeah. and to support other bands, and that's fucking cool as fuck. Cause I wouldn't be doing that yeah, no. at all. No, 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 no. And he loves wrestling. You've had you know conversations I mean? with him. You've had. Con- I know he loves fucking. Look at the, the first time- in the back. We were hanging out with him, talking wrestling. The coolest. That's the coolest night. That's it because that was one time I didn't get tickets from any of you guys. I got so I got tickets from Scott Sylvia, 
who is a tattooer in fucking San Francisco, my favorite all-time tattooer who used to be roommates with Lars. And he was like, yeah, I can get you tickets. I'll hit up Lars. And I didn't invite anybody to the show because I was convinced that the tickets weren't going to be there. That there's no way Scott Sylvia called Lars Fredrickson and was like, hey, can you get some dude named Johnny C <laughs> some fucking tickets to the show? And that they were going to be there. And then I got there and I go up to the window. I'm like, it's fucking... Here's my name is fucking. <laughs> and they were like, here's your tickets and your backstage passes. And I was like, dude, I fucked up, you know, but then you were there yeah. and I was like, hey, Steve, for once, I've got a backstage pass. <laughs> Do you want to go backstage? And we went there and I talked to Lars about wrestling and he had, a, we had a similar, we had, uh, he had a 54 and I had a 54 Ford. So we were talking about old cars and wrestling and that's how I approached him. I was like, the uh, Ric Flair DVD had just come out and I asked him, I was like, yo man, you get that new Ric Flair? He's like, you know I got that fucking, and we started talking about the Ric Flair DVD and then, I don't know if you remember that night, cause I had been there the night before too, mm-hmm. but by, from tickets I bought and at the end of the show they're like oh this is for fucking Brett Gerwitz you know what I mean this show fucking Brett Gerwitz and then the, but then that night he was like this is for the limousine riding jet airplane flying wheeling dealing kiss dealing son of a gun Brett Gerwitz and I was like that's because of us like he's he's talking about Ric Flair because we were talking about Ric Flair yep. and that's fucking I, I you were part of that dude still the coolest I've ever been in any <laughs> night ever like and playing CeeLo with fucking Mike Ness at backstage at fucking Acoustic Christmas was cool as fuck but that wasn't that you know yeah. what I mean like because oh. that was a direct Dude, I was like, he remembers talking to me yeah. right now. And yeah. then we kicked it. Then we kicked it super tough after that. Yeah. Fuck it. And then also, <laughs> speaking of Nick, Nick, um, I don't know how how much longer later, Nick texted me and he was like, uh, hey, uh, is it cool if I give Lars your phone number? And I was like, what? And he goes, Lars, watch your phone number. And I go, dude, like, fuck you. You know what I mean? And he goes, dude, he just came in here. And he asked Scott if he had your phone number. Scott was like, I don't have Johnny C's phone number. Nick probably has it. And he was like, and I was like, well, and then I don't know how much longer later I got a random text from a number I didn't know. And it was a picture of him wearing the WWF tag team belt. And it was when at the time CM Punk was uh, tag team champions with Kofi, I think. And they were, everybody was in Europe. And Lars with the hangout and fucking CM Punk, took, he took a picture of CM Punk's belt and then sent it to me. I'm sure he sent it to a gang of other people too, but he sent it to fucking me. That's still fucking yeah. cool. And I was like, that dude hit you up for it. He hunt you down. To, 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 yeah. know, to kick it. You know what I mean? I was like, well, one of the goals of the West Coast Pop Life podcast is to have Mr. Lars in with us. Ooh. Because we got to set goals, man, right? I know, that is a, That's a, one. That is an awesome goal and an achievable goal. We just got to fucking put our minds to and it. And the next goal is that we will be on the Joe Rogan podcast talking about the West Coast. And that would be the, the, talking about the West. Talking about the West Coast and how you left us, <laughs> dog. Because we're going we to we're, we're get, get big, bro. And he's going to hear like... Oh, this was a talking shit. And I'm like, no, no, we weren't talking shit. We are just defenders yes. of all things West Coast. Defenders, fucking, not perpetrators, perpetrators too, but we're fucking the, 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 the swell of the fucking West Coast. Like, we're the defenders of everything West Coast. That's what I'm trying to say, God Dude, damn I just had to defend the West Coast, California, at my friend's house because him and his wife were talking, oh, well, we're going to leave to Utah where our kids can be fucking safe. And I was like, Oh fuck, God! You're so fucking lame, dude. 
Your kids are going to be running around fucking chasing butterflies, homie. You better get ready for this shit. You think if it goes crazy here, it ain't going to go crazy anywhere else? Right. Get out of here. You might as well be fucking set for this shit. Get out of here. They're like, oh, it's going to get worse here, dog. I honestly think it might get a little worse, but then it's going to flip. And, and, and look at and look the people. If 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 it's got bad, the people who are making it bad are the people that are coming here. It's not us. It's not yeah. the fools that are, like I. It's not us. It's them. So good, fucking bounce. All right. So that's bounce. so that's mine. Who Mar? Who would you want in here with us talking? Wow. Mine's not in here. We would go to him, but yeah. regardless. Um, you know what? I can't put a fucking figure to my head just right now. But I mean. At this point, at, at this beginning stage of this show, I, honest to God, like anyone would be just fucking awesome in my book. Say anyone. Yeah, yeah. dude. Like that, <laughs> you, just, you just made it cheap, dog. I mean, I, we I, can, I don't know. We'll, goal, on, bro. we can get anyone. Make a goal. Say something out yeah. loud. Uh, okay, how about uh, uh, Tim from fucking Rancid? So, uh, so, oh, that's, that's possible, though. That's that. way possible. Well, I mean, that's, that was a name that I heard earlier. That, like, that'd be cool to have him in the fucking show. <sighs> Here's the all Here's uh, Scott Sylvia, who's who we could totally get. I'm saying that's if I a tattoo or like that's who I'd want to get. Scott Sylvia, um, Lars would be dope. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, see what the fuck. I was trying to think. You know, because I was trying to think of like an actor, but everybody who I think of ain't from here. But even you know yeah, I mean? yeah, like to me. It, but yeah. I want to talk to fools that feel how we feel. That is like, fool, this is the West fucking coast. Like L.A., San Francisco, San Diego, like Seattle. You know who? Christian Hasoy. <sighs> that was the first skateboard. Like my first skateboard deck that my my dad bought me was a fucking uh, a Rob Roscoff, and I have I re I just built one with my independent trucks on it, the whole nine. When I used to pour concrete with my dad. I was I was a little fucking kid, but I was making like two three hundred bucks on a Saturday. Sure. And this was back then. Two three hundred dollars in nineties dollars. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? in the nineties, bro. In the eighties, bro. A in the 80s, back like then. Seven eight hundred bucks. <laughs> and I went to the I went to the fucking skate shop and I got myself a, a fucking hammerhead fucking uh, Christian Hussoy deck. So I just bought one and I'm rebuilding it with my tracker trucks and shit the whole nine. But I do know someone that knows him. Me too. Yeah, so that that's a possibility. Hasoy would be dope. Dude, Hasoy is sick. Christian, you know, Christian Hasoy, dude, with this fucking Christ airs and dude. dude. Yeah, I even Hasoy have the pans, bro. Hasoy would be dope. That's how dope. That's how much I like the guy. I got the the limited uh, socks from Stance. Sure. My boy working over there at Stance, LB. What's up? And then I got the Vans, the Hasoy, the second ones, not the first edition. Sick. Eric Dressen used to kick it at Big Daddy's about the tattoo shop I used to work at. Eric Dressen, who's a fucking legend in skateboarding, oh, yeah. like on his own. Yeah. But listening to Eric talk about skating at a soy's house and like the shit that used to go down, there I mean, you want to talk about party? These because Christian Soy is a rock star. Like as oh, much yeah. as he was a skateboarder, he was a skateboarding god, rock star. And and Eric was just talking about that shit would get buck. Wild at Hasoy's house, and I like, and I know he's a Christian dude. He's not about that life no more. But, it but is part of history. I mean, we can talk about your highlights. Right? Yeah, go, go shave and fucking it, it, talk it, about how you got there. Because everyone talks about the like the Dogtown days and Alva and all those cats. But like, 
There were other guys, dude. There were other crazy fucking shit. guys. Like it kills me that dresses never like was never a Tony Hawk game or I, mean, I don't know if he cares, but it bothers me. They have a, they have a salad grind. You could do a salad grind in fucking Tony Hawk. Salad grind was invented by Eric Dressen. Eric Salad Dressen. You know what I mean? Like the salad grind is Eric's move. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he should have been in that goddamn. But Tony Hawk isn't he like a. Someone that would steal moves or, or, or Look punish it. people. He just there's a lot of stories about that dude. I don't know. Like I don't know yeah, that yeah, dude. Yeah. I don't know that story. But like Tony Hawk was ever my favorite skateboarder. You know, like and he's dope. But that like what? Tony Hawk was too mainstream, bro. Come on, just say it. Yeah, that's how. What I like. These are competition skaters. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to me, like that's never like they want to put skateboarding in the Olympics. Like, are you out of your fucking minds? This is not. That's not what this is. No. You know what I mean? This is fuck. You might as well put graffiti in the Olympics if you're going to put fucking <laughs> skateboarding in the Olympics. You know what? DJing. Like, this is not shit. This is not Olympic sport. Like, get out of here. It's a street sport. It's a street sport, man. Because that's what you do when you street skate. You're hitting everything. You're hitting curbs. You're hitting rails. You're hitting whatever you see that you can grind. You're going to hit the shit. So you're okay with curling being in the Olympics, but not skateboarding. Yeah, because. Because curling ain't cool. Yeah. But skateboarding is. That's what I'm saying. So you it doesn't belong. The Olympics yeah. are not cool. There's nothing cool about the fucking Olympics. Like it shouldn't. Like get out of here. What's the cool sport that's the Olympics? Like, jiu-jitsu is not in the Olympics. Football's not in the Olympics. You the know only I mean? the like, only thing you can really make good money out of is the Olympics. Basketball. But now cool, but. they flipped it because remember we had college kids. Now it's pros. Yeah, which I mean, what did they? That's because the rest of the world caught up. The rest of the world yeah. was like, "Yo, we will stomp your college kids." You and the only other thing that you can still come out and make a lot of money, and if if you're lucky, is boxing. So sure, when's the last time that happened? Well, the, what's his name? Uh, there's a couple cats coming up right now. Uh, Lomachenko, he's one. Oh yeah, that's and the guy he's the, and well, the guy he's American fighting. boxers. Well, the guy he's fighting is American. Oh kid. really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's fighting him next month. It's like they're going to go at it. So it's going to be a, a unification belt. But, but aside from that, then you got some guys at the UFC that were old school, you know, wrestlers from college and all that. But they went into UFC because you, there is no money in fucking Greco, Roman wrestling. Freestyle or wrestling, freestyle. yeah. There is none. There's no money in karate. There's no money in fucking Taekwondo. <laughs> Tell them to Chuck Norris, fool. Well, the, back then. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, but you know, there's no money in taekwondo and skeet shooting. Skeet shooting. What about? There's uh, more money in fucking cornhole than half of those fucking dude, things. Dude, cornhole is dope too. The corn, like, I wouldn't be bummed about cornhole being in the Olympics. I would tell you when the pandemic started, and all I could watch was cornhole. I wasn't mad. I bought a cornhole <laughs> set. I bought a set, bro. I bought a set. I bought a set, dude. So I mean, I was watching it for a minute, and then when the UFC came out, like we were the first sports to be. I was like, nah, dog, Cornhole oh, has been ben, fucking, like, yeah, they've been playing, dog. Don't fuck, fuck you, dude. Cornhole's been doing it. Cornhole's been saving lives, bro. I tell you, Cornhole saved lives. Cornhole saved lives, you know. That's a good game. UFC coming out like, oh, we're number one. Fuck you. Cornhole was fucking doing this shit. I caught a couple episodes of Cornhole in, and people go wild over that they, shit. Like, that's one of those things. I, I've, I watch Cornhole, too, obviously. And... That's one of those things. I've I played cornhole a gang of times, you know, and you think there's only you can only be so good at something like that. And then you watch that, and it's like holy fuck, holy! It's like watching foosball. You ever seen like fools that are really good at foosball? Where yeah, you're, like, you're oh, looking at one. Are you? Oh, you can do all that shit with a oh, fucking like. Dude. I played with um against me. They have their own foosballs, uh-huh. and they gave me some because we played at um when they performed at um. 
at Warped Tour. Went in a bus and they had one. And I was, they were like, fuck, you're fucking pretty good, bro. And then they came and did a, they did a, a, an interview at K-Rock and they brought me a bunch of their foosballs. Oh, that's oh, cool. That's cool. That's dope. That's Hell dope. yeah. But like, like the Cornwall, like how can you be that good? We're just dropping them all in. Ain't that big of a fucking deal. No. You know? Yeah, my, uh, my friend Oliver's, he had, he has had a Cornhole set up forever on the Warp Tour too. And if you made them all in, you got to sign the bottom of the board. Like, so like this was a rare occasion. And these fools playing, not, they're like, Knocking fools' bags out of the way and dropping the like, just playing defense. Like we're all their whole. They're not even making it in on purpose. They're like just circling yeah. the like Jesus Christ. Mailing it, fucking sliding. Play mad defense. Like oh, look at these. So here is the 2019 World Games for the cornhole. And then you know what? They have like professional fucking bags. Sure. Like high level bags, you know? Dude, the commentary for Conehole is amazing. Dagger's really good on fast side. No, she goes airmail. Oh! Fuck your bag up, son. That's like my all time favorite athlete. Who I consider the, the, the most underrated athlete in the history of the world is Walter Ray Williams Jr. Walter Ray, Walter, Ray, Walter Ray Williams Jr. was at the same time the champion of the world in bowling and in horseshoes. At the, at, on his own run at the same and like it's not like there wasn't dudes trying to be the best at bowling that just bowled and other dudes just trying to be the best at horseshoes that just played horseshoes this was like fuck you I'm the dominant hillbilly athlete of the Deion Sanders <laughs> of hillbillies I'm the Deion Sanders of hillbillies man I fucking the Bo, dominate the Bo this Jackson. shit the Bo Jackson this fool's the the champion of bowling and horseshoes like get out of here Bo knows horseshoes hey that just shows you the beauty of the United States of America. <laughs> no, really, check this out. The United States of America, where a hillbilly can fucking play cornhole, not only be fucking making great money, but being a rock fucking star. Where, look at all those people oh, gosh, are there for him. Of people there. And he's getting chicks. I Ouch, mean, he's for sure getting dude, chicks. Dude, he's getting chicks. He, he has a sick ride sponsored out. Like, cornhole. Like, okay. So you're telling me this dude is just fucking mounds and mounds of just like pussy going cocaine, at him. I mean, I mean, pussy. <laughs> no, dude, it's, it's cornhole. Look at that girl cocaine. dancing in the back. She wants. She's down. Like it's she's like, where's that dude at? It, it, it's it's a uh, cornhole. Um, what's the other one? Uh, bowling. Um, pro bass fishermen. Like these. Ch- no, they, they I, feel, I feel like I've wasted quarantine because what I should have done was get like a professional level at darts. Like, I'm good at darts, you know. I mean, I'm at, at a bar. I'm all right, you know what I mean. I'm fucking. But I feel like in this time I should have buckled down, and because I just want to hear those fools screaming, fucking, <laughs> dude, one eighty, motherfucking. Like I just want to hear that shit, you know. And, and the crazy part is, you see those, and they're fucking packed auditoriums. Packed, 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 and they, like. You're drinking for free as long as fucking forever. And I love that they were talking shit. I wish I could remember the dude's name because he didn't drink while they were playing. He was like, they're like this fucking asshole. Like you don't even get drunk while we're playing. What are you going to start exercising next? Like get the fuck out of here. All I exercise (laughs) is this forearm fucking throwing darts. That's what I'm saying. So the United States of America, you can be a fucking cornhole fucking world champions, rock star bowling. 
Did you guys ever see that video where Mike Tyson throws two bullseyes blindfolded? No. What? Yeah. Check it out. There's a fucking video where on this show, they always have the people that come on throw darts blindfolded. And so they blindfold Mike Tyson and he throws two fucking bullseyes, dude. Yeah, does he act like not surprised? Like, yeah, what'd you think I was yeah. gonna do? <laughs> no, he does. Like, He's course, like, fuck you, I'm yeah, of Mike course Tyson. I'm gonna put up, you and they, the people were going bonkers, like, what the fuck just happened? Like, give me another dart, I'll put it, I'll put one right between yeah. them, like fucking Robin Hood. Yeah, like, come here, girl, you know my aim, I'll dart you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never seen did you ever see the video of Michael Phelps doing the longest putt ever on TV? No. Michael Phelps, Michael Phelps, the swimmer, yeah, was yeah. like in some pro-am thing and drains like a 250-foot putt, just like, I think. And I thought it was like, so if you're just good at one thing, you're just good, like, at, you're just good at everything. Like, if you're an elite athlete, like, there ain't shit that you can't do, man. I wish I was an elite athlete. Oh, but dude. I, I saw, remember that one uh, Tiger Woods putt where it curves and it gets on the lip and then the Nike sign is perfectly placed. And that's then like, it drops? That's like well, that shit that, that proves like we're in a simulation. Like, get oh. out here. They just happen to film a commercial right now. That's like the greatest Nike commercial that was ever fucking made. Dude. Like, by the way, in case you were wondering what ball this is, uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, man. The best player on the biggest stage with our equipment. Like, fuck just you. Like, we didn't even make golf shit until Tiger Woods. Like, yep. We got into this game because of this fool. Now look at our ball. That shit was crazy. Sports moments, dude, are fucking amazing. I remember watching Tour de France when it was, um, of course, our, our uh, what's his name? Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. And this is when he was winning tours. And there was this German guy, and I can't remember his name. Old fucking some Lars. shit. Lars. Lars, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It has to be. Dude, Lance Armstrong takes off because he's at a point where he knows like this is my time to make my move he takes off and the German guy follows him so it's just them two yeah they're going they're They're going and this is climb time this is climb time and so he's going and then they go in a little bit of a downhill the German guy eats shit Lance Armstrong doesn't take off he waits for the fucker to get up get back on his bike catch up the guy catches up next to him, and then Lance does this fucking look. He's on the bike, and then he looks back into his face, and then he just turns around and fucking takes off. Like, I'm not going to let you have the excuse. No, yeah, there's you none. Fell down. No. Like, you don't get to say you fell down no. or else you would have beat me. Like, well, get up. Get up. Get up and let's here. Like, I, like, that dude sucks for so many reasons. I mean, mostly just because he attacked everybody to try to tell the truth about him. You know, whatever. But... When in crunch time, when champions were made, this was un like undefeatable, like yeah. un like you could not fuck with that dude. Yeah. Like, and I said, oh, he's on gas. He's on. So were all these other fools. Like, you know, like, like that's not that's not what won him that shit. What won him that shit was he's a murderer. He's a fucking killer, and you can't you can't teach me to kill her. Like, you no. either are a killer or you're not. And but this, that's the thing when you say that he was an asshole for shitting on everyone that was trying to you know expose him they were all doing it too sure they just the only reason they wanted to expose him is because even on the shit they couldn't beat him well a gang of those fools like the authorities came to them oh yeah and were like you guys are all juiced and they were like what's the FBI and all that shit they were like 
we're all juicing. And then you're like, fuck you, no, yeah. we're not. Like, ah, these fools are just trying to stay out of jail because the real police are coming to talk yeah. to them. And these fools are like, what are you supposed to do? They're like, oh, yep, yes, I was. Yes, he was. We were all doing it. Like, fuck it, don't but, put but, me, but yeah, but don't put me time, in jail. At the same time, it's like, yeah, they were all doing it. Of course, that this, is not, that is not why he won. No. You know, that is not, the that playing is field not why was he won. Equal. The playing field was sure. equal. Sure, all these was like, was just like a cold-hearted killer yeah and that's just deal like that, that's what they talk about that's the difference between all these like and Mike, michael michael jordan like here's like uh, did you watch that last dance the I documentary didn't. i didn't watch it you know why because if you make a movie about yourself that's not a documentary that's a commercial yeah do you know like this was not a documentary about michael jordan this is michael jordan be like yo you know how dope michael jordan is he's fucking awesome you know <laughs> and, and that's cool but what it's not is a documentary you yeah. know and like that's not let somebody else make a movie about you that's a documentary you yeah. know when you, when you when you have the final cut on everything like fool you didn't make no fucking documentary get out you made a highlight reel yeah dude but the reason he did that too is because he's a killer and he's not gonna let you fucking have tell the last word on him, right, him to, I'll tell you how it happened yeah. I don't care if this is not how it happened this is how it happened yeah. you know? like, I'm right even when I'm wrong I'm right that's Hell it yeah. I thought Mario was going to pull up that Me Mike too. Tyson Where's the fucking, fucking Mike Tyson video, man? Sorry, uh, we got caught up talking about so many other things, and then I started having an issue, and I've been trying to fix that that whole time. So, yeah, Mike Tyson, whatever. Yeah. Dude, it's sick, though. That's how that's how good that little clip is, because he's just blindfolded, just boom, boom, and they're like, are you fucking kidding me? You know? And seeing him coming back to fight is fucking crazy, because he's moving like a fucking killer. He's just... Look at, like when he said it's our, the weed when he said that he didn't he don't, want, he's not smoking no more when he said that he did, that's what me and Mike Tyson have in common man both of us quit smoking weed so he could fucking be yeah. killed when he <laughs> said that he didn't want to train again because it would wake up that part of him like that and he didn't want the, he didn't want that shit like I like I believe that like he he woke that shit up and now yeah. he's a killer again now yeah. he's a 53 year old killer but Mike Tyson focused at 53 and like ready to fucking roll. This is that's dangerous yeah. for a bunch. And I'm not saying he could be world champion, but he could fuck up a gang of fools. Yeah, there's a gang of fools. That's a gang of fools. It's like, oh yeah, you want to fight a 53 year old man? Watch this fool knock your fucking head off. Is this a clip right here with this chick? Yeah. I love Katie Nolan, but this is this. I would like to get her on here. I'll kill all of you. <laughs> <laughs> There's Mike. He didn't even have a blindfold. He just woke up. That's a sleeping mask. Throwing on the blindfold. He can't see shit. You know he can't see, dude. She's about to hand him over the fucking darts. It's like David Blaine. This shit's a magic trick. Okay, hold on. Here we go. <laughs> throwing it hard as fuck, yeah, too. Yeah, just throwing it. Here we go. Yeah, two. She can't believe it. She can't believe it. <laughs> Look like, at him. Look at his like, face. He's like, oh, you mean I didn't get all three? What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, he's like disappointed. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Look at him. That's insane. He's like, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's go, girl. Uh, now it's your turn. That's so funny. Dude, Mike Tyson's sick, bro. Can't wait for that either. AEW, bro. I was watching it. It's getting ridiculous, guys. 
Come he, on. he actually popped up on there right before uh, the fight thing. Yeah, Mike Tyson was on AEW. Yeah, trying to fight Chris Jericho. Yeah. Come on, dude. He loves wrestling. Mike Tyson. And Mike Tyson, like, this fool's a boxing historian. Like, he knows a gang of shit about, like, you know, boxing and the But he's also a wrestling historian. You start talking to him about wrestlers from, like, the 50s and 60s. Regional dudes. Not like Bruno San Martino. This fool cuts deep and starts talking about George Hackensack and fucking, like, <laughs> dudes where it's like, are you fucking kidding me? How do you know that dude? He fucking... I just seen the, uh, the um, Vice... Um, the one on um, Dr. D. David Schultz. When? The Dark Which Wing, was, what is it called? The Dark Side of the Rain. Dark Side of the Rain, Which was dope. Yeah. So, so when I was a kid, the only, so the only person I've ever stood in line to meet is Macho Man Randy Savage. I stood in line for like a game, like at, at some record store forever, at, right after WrestleMania four when he got the big belt. And I stood in line to meet him. And there was one issue of Pro Wrestling Illustrated where they had an interview with David Schultz after he got fired. And... Um, he had his P.O. Box address. And so I ripped a fucking page out of it. Fucking said, I didn't even say, I just put it in an envelope. I didn't even send him a self, didn't give him a self-addressed stamped envelope, nothing. Just sent it to David Schultz and he fucking autographed it and sent it back to me. So I will, no matter what happens in life, David Schultz is always on my fucking Mount Rushmore of dudes that are fucking dope. But even besides that, he, that's that, how good was that documentary? It was great. He knew who his boy was? Yeah, the Hulkster. Sure, and Hulk Hogan, look at Hulk Hogan's a piece of shit that turned his back on Dave Schultz just he like did. he did everybody else. You know no, what I mean? Did. It's like the, it's, it's actually like the Lance Armstrong thing. This guy goes and slaps the shit out of the fucking reporter. What are they going to do? Did you see when Hulk Hogan choked Richard Belzer to death and dropped him on his face and they didn't do shit to Hulk Hogan? Yeah, but he was that the That was right but after no, no, that. But he was the star. Did, what did you just say? Mike Ness can do... Anything sure, he wants sure, because sure. he's a star. Sure. And if you were the star, you would do worse. So Hulk Hogan did worse. But Dave Schultz did what he was asked to do. He went out there and protected the business like he was supposed he to. He was a guinea pig. He went out there and healed it up like he was supposed to. And he fucking smacked the shit out of John Stossel. You know what was funny about that? John Stossel never said bad or fuck another bad word about wrestling ever because he knew that David Schultz would pop up out of the darkness and smack him again. No, but at the end of that, he says, fuck you to him or some shit. Right? Well, there's, he's not. No, that's what I'm saying. That yeah, was like he let was... him go to Hendersonville, Tennessee, and tell that fool the fuck off. Like Dave Schultz will pop up out of his truck and knock him. So <laughs> that, but I thought what I'm trying to say is that I thought that was the, like the weakest move for him to do at the end of that. Like, sure. Oh fuck you! Uh, like, come like, on, dude. Like, get out of here. He's just, not there. He's not there. like the only, the only, uh, the only film we have of you two being in the same room. Just he smacked the shit out of you. He like, dropped he, you with a slap. <laughs> Do not talk bad yeah. about Dr. D. Like, that dude was such one. He looks just like Stone Cold Steve Austin with hair. Like, that's yeah. his face. Like, he's just Stone Cold. But he was, like, when they show that fool, like, in that <laughs> in that documentary, when he was like, I didn't know what the deal was with wrestling. That's when they start fucking fools up. And they're like, yeah. They're like, yo, yo, man, you cannot just be in here socking dudes. Yeah, <laughs> you can't be in here fucking hurting me. Oh, it's not real? <laughs> Get fucked up around here Which, for saying some shit. Which Southern wrestling, like back in the day, like it, it was way more punching a kid. Like there was not, like it was looked way more legit. Dude, it you know was what I mean? bloody. I remember sure. getting those magazines, and you would see everybody on the fucking covers just covered in blood. That's how you knew. The reason that it bums me out, like in WWE, that there's no blood right now, is because that's how you knew who a star was. Yeah. Nobody's didn't get the bleed. 
You know what I mean? Nobody's aren't out there fucking cutting themselves. This was like intercontinental championship and above. Like that's that's when you're going on either right before the intermission or after the intermission. Like there is like the, the beginning of the card. You don't that shit don't fucking happen. Like that's how you knew or if somebody was getting made or like or if you made somebody bleed. It was like, oh shit, this dude's like fucking somebody yeah you know? you, I saw Snooker bleed I saw the Wild Samoans bleed I saw Hulk Hogan bleed I saw Randy Macho Man Savage bleed the ultimate well, you see these fools were bleeding the, the Road Warriors bled one time I don't think the, the, the Road Warriors just make other people bleed yeah they don't fucking demolition Road Warrior wannabes get out of here come on they were good bro they, dude they were good if you never saw the Road Warriors demolition was good demolition was good when there was two but when they got that third guy it was crush like, yeah, come on. man that's cause uh Smashers, not Smash. Yeah, one of them. The Killer Bees are dope. Mr. Wrestling too, dude. Be Brian Blair and Jumpy Jim Brunzel. Like, they were fuck, dope. Yeah, they used to put the mask on and fucking do the hey, come in and that's what you're real. That shit was dope. Here, man, back with tag team. Like my favorite wrestling is tag team wrestling. Oh, like, yeah. like it's cool. Like singles matches, like all that shit's cool. But a good, which is why you want to get into, which is why too, we want to shit talk AEW. AEW, one, they're one of their mission statements has been to make tag team wrestling like dope again like and where it matters where it's the top of the card like because back especially in the nwa wwe they all kind of fucking they hated tag teams they've hated tag teams forever but like when it was like the midnight express against the rock and roll express or like the road warriors versus the fucking midnight express like fucking tag team and tully and Arn against fuck everybody like fucking tag teams are fucking dope man you get these two dudes and when or hawking animal because even then when you get like a big you get the muscle guy the big ass dude and then the worker you know right? like man Come on, bro. The Heart Foundation versus the British Heart Bulldogs. Heart Foundation and the Bulldogs. That. Oh, Come on. Man. Come the, on. The Dynamite Kid. The Can-Am I mean, Connection. <laughs> Tom Zink and fucking Rick Martell. Get Come out on. <laughs> the, um, the Heart Foundation and the British Bulldogs. That was the shit. That and rivalry know, was the shit. And I wasn't hip enough back then or fucking smart enough back then to know that they had all come from Canada and that they all were all fucking down with each other. I didn't know any of that shit. Yeah, yeah. All I knew was that the Hart Foundation and the British Bulldogs fucking hate each other and dominated. Like, and they were yeah. like doing shit that other people weren't doing. You know, like their matches were fucking just like dynamite and, and Bret Hart, like get the fuck out of here, man. Then you had the big, the hosses, fucking the Anvil and David Boy Smith to come in and start like just, that's the good shit. That's man. the good shit. That's the good shit. Even still to this day, like Bret Hart matches, Bret Hart matches have aged like fucking fine wine, man. You watch that shit now, and it's still everything mattered, and his moves looked it looked like it fucking hurt all the time. And he prides himself on never hurting anybody, but everything he did in the ring looked like it fucking hurt. Like he was in there fucking dudes up. Just who who do you think is near the level? Tag team wise? No. Of uh, 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 Bret Hart? Yeah. Near. I didn't say at the level. I said near. I don't want to. I don't want to fuck up here. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that there's, there's just. AJ. AJ Styles is dope. He's good. That's what I'm saying. AJ like, Styles is fucking dope. I think he's probably the best on that. On he's WWE. Up there. You know, uh, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, like the fucking dragon, like that dude's fucking that guy. But they're more like both those dudes are more like Owen than they are Brett. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Like Brett was like down on the ground. This is not a high flyer. Like this is a small, a smaller dude at the time, who everything 
was ground. Everything like this fool didn't leave his. If he went to that stop top rope, do that elbow or drop that knee, like this, that was that was it. That was a big fucking yeah, deal. Yeah. You know That's true. I mean? He didn't go to the top rope. He, he went to mid rope. Yeah, this, this was not. This is yeah. not a, a top rope. This is not a high flyer. No. He's a superplex sometimes, but even that was a fucking second rope superplex. Like, yeah. He's not going up to the top and doing that shit. But I don't know. Like that's that to me. It would be easier to find like a Macho Man comparison to me, like than it is like. But I think Macho Man was more of the uh, uh, of the talking and shit, right? That's what I'm to, saying. Like that's why I would say that it's easier to find a dude like. But that. I don't think there is anyone that knows. Like the dudes, like my favorite talker is Kevin Owens. Like that dude, yeah. fucking that dude could talk, and like he likes to talk in the ring and stuff too. Like there's a, there's a there's a fucking hilarious video from PWG where is it like there's such a stupid chant like we want wrestling and it's him and Pac and it's wrestling and they say we want wrestling and he goes this is wrestling you fuck face and it's like <laughs> and it's it's still I mean that, shit, that shit's that clip is so old it's still like one of my fucking favorite clips to watch just it's six seconds long and it makes me laugh fucking every time well but, I can't wait till they let us go back to wrestling to go live it like it's affected wrestling like a lot it's not the same thing no. like it's a completely different thing and I wish this is the time that some, they could have got super creative with re, like because like the rules of wrestling are gone now the way things have to be done it's, but they've still played by the same fucking rules for yeah. the most part I mean the cinematic match nah, but fucking come on man no yeah and I bring that up because I was talking to a friend of mine and they were talking about that Live Nation said that everything outdoor will be open April next year. So it looks like we're going to get everything back because they're going to be having a, a supposedly a uh, vaccine by November. Sure. Or at least the vaccine that they're going to try. <laughs> so are they just going to release that into the people or they're actually yeah. going to do testing? I mean, they're, no, testing, they're testing now. Yeah, they got, they're testing now. They've already been in they've been like testing. pretty advanced stages for a while. And they've done crazy testing, not because back in the day, what you would do is you'd give it to everybody and let them go through a season and then come back. No, they give it to you and then they expose you. <laughs> so you, you, that's why they were taking volunteers. like, And they were taking healthier people. Because they didn't want to kill them. <laughs> they didn't want the numbers to look bad. So they give you it, and then you get exposed to it. And if it works, then it works. Outdoors would be cool. Like, I just... I'm talking about huge, though. Big venues. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Big like, venues, like yeah. okay, it's outside. Can we all be smashed together still again? Yeah. Like, I want like, to like, be... Like, outdoor venues open. I want to be smashed together. Like, I'm... Uh, like, like Surgis. Johnny just wants to smash. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. Surgis, though. It just happened. Oh, those fools fucking spread that shit everywhere. No, no, see. No, 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 dude. That's what... I, that's, that's the whole thing about this whole shit. They're blaming them for a spike in, in some areas, correct? Yes. But... Just like they were blaming, late, what was the Memorial Weekend for the spikes, but not the not the protests. Oh, they said that well, they didn't say the protests, but the protests. But the protests are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and Surges, they're saying that only 300 people got it there. Only 300 out of 400,000 people. Supposedly, there's 250,000 cases linked to. No, they were. That's what I read today. No, I. There's 250,000. The cases other thing that I read, Sturgis. it was three and one death. Yeah. That they could like they could really save, and you gotta understand that on how many four hundred thousand people? I have no idea. Something to, that's what I think I heard. 
overweight smokers, drinkers. Sure, and no masks. No masks. Yeah, there was, I saw a picture of uh, uh, one of the, the servers at the bar. No mask. Had a, had a mask bikini. That was, that was She was the only one where, that was the only mask that was going and, on. And these are not healthy people. Sure. Super underlined. Well, and older. And older. You know, I mean, gang, gang of older people. You yeah. Know, like, so, I mean, fuck, dude. Look, I, I'm down. They're you know ripped. I mean? like, They're fucking, ripped. I just have to, if I... With my parents right now, they're fucking both old and have fucking. Okay, they stay home. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, if I wasn't living with them, I would be later. I would already be going crazy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. my only my concern is not me. My concern is giving it to fucking them. Good if job, I, Johnny. If, you know what I mean? Like if if I if if I didn't have them, like I didn't like I didn't go to any of the protests, even though I wanted to protest. But I was ready. If the federal if federal troops would have showed up, I didn't want to go protest because I didn't want to peacefully protest. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to, uh, you know what I mean? I wanted, to, wanted to throw some Molotov cocktails yeah, I, at I, fucking I, people. Especially then what, like I was ready to fight. Like I, my, it's like as much as people want to make all this shit political, my political, like none of this is fun. Like I'm not any different than I was tw- when I was out there protesting after fucking Rodney King. Like fuck, like I've been about this fuck the police shit, you know? Like this is not, this is not new to me. And so when all this shit was going on, I was pissed and it was, I was like, I will be doing more harm than good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I will not be helping anything if I go right now. But I was ready for federal troops to start showing up. Like, it's time to fight. Like, if these motherfuckers start, like, ah, uh-uh, ah, that, that's not how we do it in California. Like, fool, keep the rest of your shit. Yeah. The fuck out of here. We'll take care of our own business. We don't need you here fucking with our shit. Like, I'm ready to the butt. Whatever. So I didn't go. So, but that being said, and if I, I can't guarantee that if I wasn't with my parents at the time, that I wouldn't like, I would have probably let it fucking run wild and go out there. You probably would have got it and, and cause trouble and maybe gone to jail and all the rest of that shit. Johnny, so Johnny would have been missing some teeth from some batons to the face and oh, maybe like I would like. Well, well, he wouldn't have gone to jail because they were letting everybody go. Ah, that's good. It wouldn't be the first time I got hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's just crazy, man. So but. April next yeah. year, huh? So Which is good. That's when that's when the season starts. And for it's supposed outdoor. to be like WrestleMania was supposed to be in Eaglewood next year. They uh they moved it officially. To where? Uh they haven't said, but they since it was so up in the air, it was supposed to be here in LA, dude. The New England's at the fucking Inglewood Stadium. Of I'll course, was supposed to, that was supposed to be the first big thing done at the Inglewood Stadium was going to be fucking WrestleMania. And but it's, but yeah, it is what it is, man. Fuck that! I was planning on taking my dad, and that motherfucker's sick. I don't know how many more years <laughs> that dude got. And I'd like, holy fuck! I'm taking my dad before he dies, I and we're gonna go see WrestleMania, we'll and then years. COVID happened, and like. Motherfuckers. Who knows? It might be like in Arizona. Or it might be somewhere closer. My dad's Close. not going to Arizona. Yeah, man. I want it. I want it to be here. Yeah. I want to go. I want to be on the West Coast. Before I was gonna go represent that That's shit. Right, for West Coast well, pop block podcast, fool. We'll have our hey, shirts you know made what? by the time they come. You know what? I would like any of the main rosters around that time WrestleMania to be on this podcast. That, yeah. That's what I would like. Yeah. About time you came up with some good yeah. shit. Adam Cole. 
baby. Adam Cole, Adam Cole would be fucking dope too. Did you did you like that Pat fucking match that they had? Because you know what, for a dude who's never wrestled before, great, right? He went out there, and that's that's the best debut since Lawrence Taylor. You know what I mean? Like somebody who's never fucking wrestled before to go out there and do it. It's like fuck, I remember that match. <laughs> that was I uh, was. You know what I was mad about? I, I couldn't believe he beat Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam Bam, Bam, Bam Bigelow. You want to talk about it? Bam Bam. This motherfucker was a, a legit biker from Asbury Park, New Jersey, who had flames tattooed on his fucking forehead in like 1985. You <laughs> yeah. know, and he was only he was like 26 years old when he came when he started his run in WWF. He was 26 years old with flames tattooed on his head and just missing a tooth and fucking fat as fuck doing fucking moots like just bad, bad. One of my favorites growing up, for sure. So yeah, so I was so pissed when Lawrence Taylor beat him. I was like, "This is impossible." But what just happened right now is it was like, "Fuck, that wrestling's a work." Like you want to make this is impossible. You know I mean? This is this is impossible. There's no way Lawrence Taylor beats Bam Bam Bigelow. But that was really before I was hip to. They're not going to bring in a famous person to lose. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. This dude's not going to come in and do a job. Like that's not how this is going to work. Unless, unless it's a comedic. Right. What I'm saying, like, they're not gonna bring in Lawrence Taylor, who could say whose whole thing is how, but a badass he is, and lose the, and like that. I mean, I got it, but I didn't get it as much that Bam Bam was out there carrying this fool to a good match. You know what I mean? Like, he's good because Bam Bam let him be good because he made him be yeah. good. You know? But yeah, Pat McAfee, fucking that shit was, and like the shorts and all that shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. But. He fucking killed it, you know? Like, I mean, one, he's a punter. He's a punter, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, that's like being a, like, I get it. I'm a fucking, I was a body piercer. Like, a body piercer at the tattoo shop was like a punter on the football <laughs> yeah. team, you know what I mean? Like, you only notice when you have a bad one. Like, if you're, if you're good, you don't get no fucking credit. So I can't hold up being a, uh, being a punter against him. The shorts wear with like a suit, like I'll fucking sock you in your head. But like, <laughs> he fucking, he did great. Like, like he did and like that to me also shows how great the performance center is you know like these fools are down there training full time like they, they took this dude and, and made him a wrestler and they didn't rehearse that match beforehand like they just went out there and fucking did it that shit was I gotta give it to him I think it was that same wait uh, was that that last triple uh, X uh, yeah did you catch that match earlier with that thick boy that whole ladder match for the North American yeah yeah I like his little tribute to Bam Bam because he wore those spandex. Yeah, stuff. it was yeah, dope. I was like, yeah, look at them with the flames on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as I, I like that, I mean, it's stupid, but I'm like, oh, I know what you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a, like that I, I like catching, like, Bailey was really good at that before when she would, like, do her Macho Man uh, shit. Yeah. She loves fucking Macho Man. She would wear shit. I'm like, this is the girl version of a uh, gear that Macho Man wore. You know what I mean? Like, so. But it's because Macho Man. And it's I know me. that Damian Priest dude. I know he's a big Scott Hall fan and has the drub, the 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 drub, the blood dr uh, dripping. Can't even fucking talk. Yeah, fucking yeah. Best. Like all right. Or you know, like it was dope to me. It's so it's speaking of rancid. It's crazy how much how many wrestlers like rancid as a like Lars loves wrestling, but these dudes are just as stoked on fucking rancid. And they showed Ruby Riot. Did you see when she did her before and after? She did like, here's my gear regularly because she's heavily tattooed, got green hair and all this shit. Here's my gear regularly. And then they covered up her tattoos and put her in a dress and she was like trying to be like, oh, here I am like a regular chick. But the shirt that she had on, she had on the 
the Rancid album cover, the Let's Go. Not Let's, yeah, the one with the mouth open, like, ah, the punk yeah, rock yeah. dude. She had a shirt, I was like, this, because she's in her 20s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, so it's like, this, that's fucking dope. You she know? knows what's up. Yeah. yeah, she knows. I love, like, same thing with Sami Zayn, like, talking talk about Ska. This fool, Ska dances to the ring. Well, we did. He had it on his fucking Lionsdale Checkers. Lionsdale jacket and his fucking, like, just, this fool knows what's up, you know? Like, I love, or even Finn Balor, where it's like, buttoned up wearing Fred Perry shirts I well, I mean, he's English but it's like when just when they're in my lane you know like cause as much as you see them on TV I don't know these fools I don't know what they're like you know but then you see it's like uh, we'd have something to talk about you yeah. know what I mean like I love seeing what I'm like if we kicked it we'd like each other like for sure we'd like something about each other uh, you know, I feel the same way about uh, I don't know. You say you don't watch uh, Impact too much, but they have that Reno Scum tag team. I saw Reno Scum at one time at uh, PCW. Oh right? no they, way! They, yeah, I saw nice. Reno Scum. They, I think they fought War, whoever they fought, but those dudes are cool. Like you know, like I dug it. They're all punk rock, but I, I like their their wrestling style. Yeah. But yeah, they're all psycho and fucking punk. So good shit. But this is not a wrestling podcast. This is the no. West Coast Plus Pop Reno. Block Podcast. Reno ain't the West Coast. <laughs> West Coast. Well, man, hell yeah. Guys in number two right here holding it down. The West we Coast Pop Block Podcast coming hard. Locally grown. Yeah, man. We're only going to get better. We do need to bring someone in, though, man. I think I'm going to try to find somebody. Just find someone from the West Coast. Yeah, yeah it no. has to be. They yeah. No outsiders allowed, right? Hell no. Locals only. <laughs> put this wall. Put a wall up around California. Yeah, you can't come in. Oh, you know what? Speaking about wrestlers, a lot of them are from the West Coast. I know Samoa Joe's from Huntington Beach. Samoa Joe, Bailey, Samoa Joe would be fucking dope. Bailey's from fucking Bailey's San from Diego. San Jose. Oh, no, I mean, San Jose. San Jose. Uh, Samoa Joe, I see him at UPW. Dude, back when John Cena was a prototype. Yeah. Do you remember? Did you ever see Psycho Matt Hall? Matt Hall was a dude. I used to just watch it all at the the Galaxy Theater. Yeah, no, the UPW yeah. was fucking dope. And Hefe came out. That was like, there's not, like, PCW does a pretty good job of it. It's crazy that, it's like having a minor league baseball team here. Yeah. No one's really, there's too much other shit to support, to support, like, indie wrestling, you know? Like, but, like, then you get PWG rolling and fucking UPW, I mean, and uh, PCW's rolling. But when they had that, like, that was so cool that, that yeah. L.A. had its own indie. And, like, dudes came out of there. Yeah. You know, like, well, just Samoa Joe and John Cena off the top of my fucking head. Yeah. Well, what else do you need? Yeah, like, you're really. the, the biggest star of the goddamn 21st century and John Cena. <laughs> 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 like, that shit was fucking crazy when they had that yeah. there. I wish there was more, like, like, that was, like, as much as PWG is a local promotion... It's not a local promotion. You know what I mean? They're bringing in superstars. They're bringing like indie they're, they're superstars. Flying, they're flying everyone in. Right. These are dudes that are... They're, this is a, a, a legit big... The biggest independent wrestling federation. But I like like going to Michelin Rumble. I love watching the wrestling there. Like I love seeing dudes that are just... But we're taking swings. We're out here. This is like... Yeah. This is a Saturday afternoon wrestling outside. Making it fucking happen. Like that shit. I want... I, I like that shit. What's been really cool from those rumbles, paying attention and working with uh, Alex, a shout out to Alex and all the crazy shit he's doing. I know he's uh, refereeing with Lucha Vavum and he puts together all the matches and the matches we've had. I mean, we've had Joey Ryan. I mean, obviously he's an asshole, so fuck him. (laughs) But I'm just saying, when he was cool, he was on the show. 
Um, that Heather Monroe, she's on fucking on Impact. And, yeah. You know, she's been at the Rumble and uh, they had PP Ray, but they broke off and now he's just doing Peter Avalon. He's on AEW on TV and he's wrestled at the Rumble. So that's been fucking really, really it's, cool. That's like same thing with comedy, but like with wrestling, when you get when you see dudes that make it. Like, yo, man, I fucking saw you. Like, John yep. Cena. It's like, yeah. I saw you with a prototype. Yeah, that's I didn't act like a robot yeah. and shit. Now you're fucking John Cena. With a little C- tiny ass fucking flat top. With a little military flat top. Dude. And now you're fucking giant flat top like my grandpa. Like, <laughs> now you're fucking John Cena. Yep. Yeah, you know, like that shit is cool as fuck. Like, yeah. getting to watch that journey is, especially like in LA, like as much as you get to see it sometimes in bands, when bands get here, they're done. Yeah. Like they're ready to be famous. This is not fucking starting from the bottom, you know. Yeah. I mean? And getting to see like local dudes wrestling their first few matches, getting fucking, getting good and getting some momentum and figuring shit out, and then they're fucking wrestlers. But, I, yeah. I did get to touch two stars that actually made it to NXT, and that's that uh, Swerve and Jake Atlas. Sure, I saw them in. Oh, Wilmington. Jake Atlas! I watched. I watched Jake, Jake Atlas at PCW all the time. The last match he wrestled there against TJ Perkins was the best match like because i wasn't super sold on jake atlas you know like he was he was fine you know what i mean and i was like oh you know that's cool and then the last match he wrestled there he wrestled against tjp and i was like oh i get it now like that dude's fucking bad as fuck and then he went to nxt and got beat up who did he just get he got fucked up by somebody just recently yeah he dropped oh for tomas champa oh yeah champa came back and fucked him (laughs) up he's on the shelf Oh, Blackheart. I was like talking about Blackheart too. I remember Tommaso Ciampa. The first time I ever saw him was in uh, Ring of Honor when Ring, so when Ring of Honor got their TV deal. I was living in Minnesota the first time. And they, it was on local TV. They didn't have it here, but they had it in Minnesota. I was like, oh, I'm going to tape this shit and start watching it. That's when like Kevin Steen was blowing up when he was fucking going to get... Uh, but when Tommaso Ciampa used to come out and fucking do the hand thing. and uh, this, Yeah. It's good <laughs> shit, dude. It was dope. Geeking out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what we do here at the West Coast Podcast. <laughs> that's what we do, man. Wrestling's cool. Wrestling talk, is way cool. We talk about everything that drives us, the music, the the art, the tattooing, the loud, the everything. That's what the West Coast is all about. Oh, so yeah. You know what drives the me culture. the most? Fucking West Coast is what West drives Coast. me the most. West Coast booties. Ooh, do like the booty. Hell yeah. West that, Coast pop lock. That took a little bit more, but... Uh, thanks for joining us, guys. Make sure to catch a new episode every week. We record Tuesdays. Hopefully, they come out Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> Soon enough. West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Out.